Thank you, worship team. It's good to see you. You can take a seat. And man, Mantas couldn't wait to sit down. You can again, whatever you have in your heart to share with your neighbor. Um, if you have a word, if you have a compliment, I believe I want to tell the boy who was sharing. I want to say God has prepared great things for him and he has a beautiful heart seeking God and from this early age and I want to congratulate Raimonda with having an, a baby on the way and she was previously sharing a testimony and just showed how important it is to trust God and just give everything into his hands and just how things smoothly go when we just give everything in God's hands everything will be in its right time and right moment Again, um, yesterday I was in some celebration, um, had so much food, and now I'm struggling. So I appreciate your prayers. Um, I want to say a small joke. Mom is walking into the son's room, says, wake up, we're late for church, it's time to go. Son says... I'm not going. I don't like people. They don't like me. And it's boring there. Nothing to do. Mom says, wake up. And there's no excuses. Let me tell you three reasons. You are a Christian. And it doesn't matter how you feel. You must go. Second, you're 42 and you're not a child anymore. Third, you're the pastor of the church. So I kind of feel very similar to that man who didn't want to go this morning. But this, yeah, how you feel. But today I, I want to share with you what is a church and who are we? I just want to say that church, not only the beautiful building, even though we have amazing building to gather and we're thankful. We have the man here today who designed this whole and um, this building all the decor is his so we are grateful for his work all the renovation we have done in this church and I want to first um, begin 
This flower, by the way, was given by a very beautiful little girl. It inspired me more to come and talk today. I feel like if I'm a bit tired or unwell, I become more um, funny and jokey. <laughs> so I'm sorry if you find me too funny. Or when we read Matthew 16, 18, 19, it says that Jesus says to Peter that you are rock, Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the powers of hell will not conquer it. Again, in the same chapter from verse 13, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. But he said, who do you say I am? And the Simon said, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. I understand that Peter received a revelation from God because Jesus says, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you, yes. So, so this revelation it is the foundation of the church. It is the foundation, this realization that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Jesus is that cornerstone upon everything else is being built. And I read so much uh, this morning I was trying to fall asleep. I, I was struggling to sleep this night. But I, uh, on the other hand, read so much from these Gospels. And I felt like sharing everything for you. Uh, but you can further read these passages. Matthew 18, 1820. Jesus says, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. So here it says that the agreement is so important and the unity and if we read from first corinthians now chapter 3 10 11 says paul's words here because of god's grace to me i have laid the foundation like an expert builder 
Now others are building on it. But whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. And our mission, our purpose is to help every person build into this house of church and everyone will have to do his part but we must not forget the foundation the what is who is the important person what is it about um, we worship Jesus we want to exalt Jesus he must be the center of this gathering and uh, Ephesians 2 19 22 says so now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners you are citizens along with all God's holy people you are members of God's family. Together we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. And it says we are carefully joined together in him, becoming the holy temple for the Lord. And uh, again, we're going to read First Peter. Two says so get rid of all evil behavior be done with all deceit hypocrisy jealousy and all unkind speech like newborn babies you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation again further on it says you are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God for great honor. And you are living stones that God is building into this his spiritual temple. You are spiritual sacrifices that please God. As the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen for great honor. Anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. The stone that the builders rejected ha now has become the cornerstone. He's the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they do not obey God's word. I'm just skipping a little bit to catch up, but once you had no identity as a people, and now you're God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. People come from all backgrounds. We are so different in our callings, our professions, our past what we have done we have people from very difficult backgrounds and we have people who are 
it's just all sorts of professions in education and God wants to unite all of us in in this not in the flesh but we have one the same foundation and that should be the cause of unity Co uh, connected in spirit and when we think about so it's very hot, sorry. Uh, when we think about a dark forest, if there's not enough light, then there's not much life there. But we have to be the ones who bring the light. We are the light of the world and we have to bring light to every corner. Uh, and the Bible says God's word is the light. And we should not be ashamed of God's word. We should not be ashamed to talk about it, to share with people. And I know it's very dangerous in communities, in Christian churches. And how can I compare this um, danger? I can compare it to, let's say, basketball team. And there are some active players. Others are um, just sitting down extras. And, and a lot of people gather to watch the audience. And all our feelings, emotions belong on the performance of the players. If they're successful, we are praising them. We are cheering for them. We have all kinds of supporting uh, attributes, T-shirts, flags. But if the team is losing, if the team is not successful, and even for longer time, then the real supporters are lesser and less, it's less and less of the real supporters, of the real fans, of the real cheer, those who cheer. We easily give up if it doesn't give us anything pleasing or good. And it's very, similar what can happen in churches when people abandon church, people leave um, if they don't receive anything pleasant maybe they don't receive pleasant emotions um, happy emotions in church anymore and then they become upset and if it can happen if we come for other purposes rather than Jesus and worship him, praise him, we have to mm, understand our identity in Christ, teach our children who they are in Jesus, that they're God's children, God's. And I believe... 
if we are the light, our children will see it, and they will also be seeking God, and they will get be guided by God into this for this life, and when it's so many temptations around. My prayer is that our children are the light in their classes, in their colleges. I believe that if you're a Christian, people must see that, uh, and they might be questioning, why are you not upset uh, of on this person? Why are you not easily angered? How could you forgive? How could you remain calm during that situation and if they see that behavior they would naturally come and ask you for advice ask you for support for just a chat um, because they see you as strong person as spiritually strong and you would inspire them We have to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ. And it's really comforting to know that um, we're not left alone, that we have the help of God through Holy Spirit. We have spiritual gifts that God himself gives. And we have to have this faith, a vision and spirit that we are able to uh, to influence people around us through prayer, that the prayer is active, is powerful. The God's word says, if you forbid something on earth, it will be forbidden on, on in heaven. And we have to really see that in spirit that we're not alone and it's God's power in us, God's uh, this power of Holy Spirit. And to understand that, to really see that, it's important to remain being always reminded of what the Word of God says and spending time in his words in the Bible, reading. I remember I had um, difficult times reading, and sometimes I really felt so hungry for the Word of God, and I just couldn't stop reading. Um, I didn't care about people's opinions, I just was so full, so inspired by God, by God's word. I was just thirsty and hunger for God. I was open-hearted and seeking because I feel that there is a danger when we feel like we already know everything and we have all the answers when we're holding on to our ideas, our understandings, um, we build some theories, teachings, 
and we can destroy communities, churches, um, other people's lives, um, our families, marriages, because if we are holding on to some strong ideas, wrong ideas, if we don't want to let go of them and be open-hearted to God, what He is trying to teach us. And we have, I have a friend, he is um, just translating here in Russian, and he's a fan, fanatic of Jim. And he's seeking the result. He's seeking that experience, what you feel after sport. You feel like you worked out and you can just go home and rest and sleep because your body is releasing the right um, uh, hormones, um, chemicals. It's the right balance and you really feel the effects in your everyday life, it affects. So why, if we train our bodies and we feel the effects, so much more we have to train our spirit. It's also like a training of the spiritual human being. If we spend more time with God, if we spend more time in prayer, in honest seeking, reading, we will see how we become stronger, more patient, more effective. And it's just important to do it from the heart, honestly, and not just learn pattern, learn habit, learn and um there's another quick story I want to tell, like a joke, um, where the wife buys expensive dress and the pastor, her husband, says, why did you do it? And the wife says, the Satan was tempting me. I, I just heard this voice saying, "You need it's so beautiful, you need it, you will look amazing. I said, get behind me, Satan. And he said, you look even more amazing from behind, from the back. And the Satan is always finding ways how to trick us, how to lie to us. He's very sneaky and so you know that you need to be strong to defeat all the lies of enemy um, I currently have some difficulties uh, with my physical health. I have traumas in my legs. And with that came a lot of um, doubts about how my life can change, how it can affect my work, my, my daily life, what I can, what I'm able to do. And it was starting to put me into panicky mode, into fear that I was 
already starting to worry what will happen to my family will i be able to provide if i'm not able to work physically earn money so this is when we start from the wrong point worry when god's word is saying go into your room and pray pray about every single matter don't be afraid to ask god and trust in him that he will not uh, let your family be without provision i want to say so important it is to be passionate about god and serving him and not only keeping it to ourselves but also be the light be light in our families for our children the next generations to come not only being the audience that the viewers but be participants be actively building into this temple of god and i want to uh, thank you god for your amazing love that you gave your only son as sacrifice for us i pray that we understand this love that we experience your love that you reveal our calling in you what you gave us what you what kind of gifts and talents you gave us that we can use for you god use to glorify you to bring the light to this world help us to be grateful for what you for what you gave us for what we have um i pray that you um release and provide us with your mercy every single day the the grace that is needed for the day and that we are not angered if instantly we don't receive whatever we want that we trust so we can trust that you know what we need you know what even if you we don't see that you're just trying to take away from us but to give us more to give us more what we need i thank you god in the name of holy in the name of jesus christ